Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. Happy New Year, Caitlin. <laughs> Happy New Year. It's my um, lucky year. 23 is my lucky oh, number because I'm born on January 23rd, and that's why I'm getting married in 2020. Uh, tea. Um, <laughs> well, I'm Artier. I'm C. Temper. And this is Wigging Out. Very, I guess it's middle of January edition. Um, well, this is our first episode of the year. It is our first episode of the year, so which um, is always our most listened to episode, at least the past couple years. So that is true. Let's hope this streak continues. <laughs> I don't. Um. Well, I'm very excited for our guest today. I actually. mean, so yeah. we talk about legends a lot here, mm-hmm. and I think we have another one today. We definitely have one in the in the Zoom studio. <laughs> in the Zoom studio, not that. <laughs> um. Who are we who are we doing today? Who are we talking to? The one and only, the legendary Bogalite. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Um, I'm very excited to be here. We're not oh, worthy. You. Yeah, we aren't. Um, <laughs> it's it's it is an honor to speak to you um, about your career today. Um, I'm very oh. excited to hear because um, you're just like so revered and so loved by all the community in Brooklyn. Um, I've I know several performers that are like you're their favorite performer so it's just like i don't know it's good to hear it's good it's gonna be good to learn about what makes mocha tick and everything so thank you so much i mean that's incredible what a compliment (laughs) to be somebody's favorite (laughs) anything you know that's really cool i really appreciate that of course i mean you've earned it you've earned it you put (laughs) in the work (laughs) (laughs) um so let's get started where are you from originally I'm originally from Long Island, but uh, my family kind of grew up in in Brooklyn and Queens. And so, like, I've been, like, back and forth since I was a little kid, but mainly on Long Island. And then, um, but always from New York. <laughs> what <laughs> Never part lived of anywhere Island? else. Uh, Suffolk County, Deer Park, right okay. in the middle. Okay. So not that mm-hmm. far. No, not far at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, what, what was it like growing up? in long island slash new york all over well i mean out in brooklyn you see it a little differently but on long island is very segregated mm. like you know it's it literally much... is like the, the start of where like segregation yeah. for housing started right with like levittown and yeah. stuff and that weird <laughs> all that weird crap but long island's so se- very very segregated you know i like i was a black kid who lived on the white side <laughs> oh. you know of town um you know i mean were, were you treated differently because of that well i mean no maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's true maybe i mean you know i was trying to navigate a lot of different things you know my queerness my biracial raciality like you know the world and lots of awful shit that i was going through as a kid so i thankfully i lived on i not thankfully i'll say but like i lived on the white side but closer to the poorer neighborhoods so where i grew up specifically was a little more diverse than other parts of my town but my high school is very diverse oh that's and um yeah because of that you know the black side of town white side of town they all had to go to school somewhere 
That's true. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Is it a good school? I mean, Long, uh, Long Island has like good schools as far as I, from what I hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't always think of myself as having as like as like well educated or anything by mm. any means. But um, I'm very often surprised these days <laughs> by like, you know, by the things that I know, the people that I I guess I take for granted. I had mm. great teachers. I'll tell you that much. Mm. Definitely. Excellent teachers. I know when you were younger, you did like a lot of theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did that all start? I've, I mean, I've been I mean, I've been on stage since I can remember, you know, if it wasn't, you know, some church play production or something like that. It was, you know, ballet classes or I mean, there, it was just there was no other path but the stage for me in my entire life. No way. Could never question it. And <laughs> I couldn't see myself doing anything. So when you, to think of how it started is actually kind of weird because it was just axiomatic, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like a, a truth in the universe that was never going to not happen, you know? Your destiny. <laughs> yeah. Destiny. But I did, yeah, I did a lot of theater growing up. Um, lots of community theater. Um, everything I could in school, you know, everything I was, you know, able to do in school, which was pretty much all of it. But um, yeah, community theater was um was really interesting. It was very much a more real world trading for the world of performing, mm. you know. A little bit more, a little bit more. But um yeah. did you get like starring roles or anything? Um, not really. I mean, I, um, I played, uh, I played Tyrone and Fame the musical. Ah. The teen and the main stage production. That was a lot of fun. Um, but no, not any really like serious starring roles outside of high school. Yeah. In, yeah. in, in school, I, I got some, some lead parts. <laughs> As you deserve. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, well, it sounds like you were made for the stage but how did you transition to being into drag well i mean that's kind of the funny part about it is i you know i went to a performing arts high school um like a half day program and um i was so excited to learn like the inner workings and the skeletons of acting and theater and stuff like that. Cause I, I had proven I could do it. I could do it. But like, I was so excited to learn like the schooling aspects of it. And I started to realize very quickly that once I left this school, a lot of what I was going to be staring down the barrel of was playing like, you know, gangsters and racial stereotypes. And that was kind of what I, what it's going to do and I or what I was going to have to do in order to maintain my life to get things I wanted and that just was very unappealing to me I was 17 and I had already played three different slaves (laughs) you know what I mean okay (laughs) yeah it was like and so I just I I saw that pattern happening and it upset me and Mm -hmm. what happened what became cool or interesting or I guess like alluring about drag was I could do all of the things I wanted and it was all my stories, you know, it was my rules and on my terms, you know, I wasn't being forced to recite historical monologues about, you know, whoopings and stuff. Oh you God. know what I mean? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's part of the culture. So of course it's yeah. part of the, the entertainment and the theater world, mm-hmm. but like, you know, I even saw other actors, you know, going through that kind of stuff. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like always have, like, why do I always play a character who can't read? <laughs> you know, yeah. weird things like that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's what I love about drag. It's all mine. How did you discover drag? Um, I was, I did drag for the very first time in high school. Okay. Um, I can't exactly pinpoint how I discovered it, but mm-hmm. me and my best girlfriend at the time, um, we just loved to talk about it. We would go to the coffee shop, like, and we would like invent this persona for me. Like, if I ever did it, what would she be? What would her name be? And her name was always Mocha. So mm. I was kind of, I was given that like nickname at like sixteen years old. I've been ah. called that by everybody who loves me and in my mm-hmm. life I work with that name for a long time it's even a little more than a drag name to me at this point mm. um but yeah when and one day we were sitting in a coffee shop and we were just you know talking crap and stuff and drawing and playing around and my friend drew this character she called Mocha and and I well we both decided her name was that and then I wore her for halloween <laughs> like <in laughs> she's school, a halloween queen <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's I, people like you know people put that down but i think it's a great time to go out and and do things Absolutely. you know do strange exactly wear things for yeah. people who aren't like used to it you know yeah especially you were so young doing it right i yes i got up at like five o'clock in the morning and walked my ass to school in tiny little booty shorts and long <laughs> nails and a dusty afro and like my girlfriend came over and did my makeup Aww. and i did the whole seven hour school day and that <laughs> oh at my desk and everything <laughs> i'm in the yearbook too oh yeah. my god i love yeah uh where did the light and mocha light come from well it's interesting because um because that's been coming up a lot lately. I'm actually going to be dropping it soon. But oh. um, yeah, um, I want to be like a share or something. <laughs> I think you can um, do it. <laughs> um, the light came from, uh, well, basically, like I, the, the, fr- the phrase mocha light kind of really came from my mom and I were one day watching like a BET Awards and Mariah Carey had won something. I don't remember. And she got up on stage and I like didn't really get it and I was like mom why is Mariah Carey at the BET Awards I thought it was for black entertainment and my mother was like Nathaniel she's mocha like you kissed by the sun and so the light I don't really know where it came from I guess probably I needed something but it kind of just came from describing my skin tone which I as a teenager was very ignorant to colorism and how Mm -hmm. it affected me um and so I I don't really go go by it anymore Mm -hmm. Because um, the tone of my skin is not something that needs a descriptor. But at mm-hmm. this point, mocha, even as a like a a word for chocolate looking things is like I said, like it's kind of gone beyond the word itself. It's just my name. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's where it came from. And it's not something I'm particularly proud of. That's why I try to talk about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And explain to people why I don't like it. Well, now we can retire it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this we could just we could just call the um this episode Mocha as well if you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'd appreciate that, you know, because yeah. I didn't want to make some big hullabaloo and then like have to like ha- start like a big long um 
you know, discourse about, about colorism and why I named myself that and this, because I know how I feel. I knew mm -hmm. that I labeled myself based on what the perception I felt others had of me. Mm -hmm. You know, I understand how that's, that works. And I think, feel like I don't try to insult people's intelligence with that. And I'd like to allow it to just happen. So I've been like telling my friends here and there and just mm -hmm. quietly having the conversation in um, just like in pockets of my life. You know what I mean? So I can eventually spread it out there every once in a while. I'll I'll mess with them. I was like, take change out on the flyer for me, please. Mm. You know, I did say something like on, I've said something on stage on mics before too, and I will continue okay. to do it. You know, it's like a, it's like a, like a, like a quiet quitting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's there, but it's eventually like, uh, it's, it's gotta go. <laughs> We're phasing her out. We're phasing yeah, her out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll always be vanilla heavy to me because I always am looking <laughs> for you, but I tag you and stuff. I love <laughs> yeah. that Instagram there name. Is I do. Mocha. That's so, so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. And it, it's just, and people get on me about it all the time. It's <laughs> so funny. And I'm like, it, I made it when Instagram started. I didn't really understand what we were doing. <laughs> I, um, I needed a funny name and um, I was doing a performance at the time where I was a criminal being, um, being like searched for by police for like crimes in fashion and the reporter who had dedicated her life to catching me um her name was vanilla heavy <laughs> <laughs> and so like i played both parts in okay. like audio recordings in the performance or whatever but like my goal was to catch this criminal and sentence her to a life in beige <laughs> 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 Isn't oh, that fate worse than death? I swear. <laughs> I love and that's where Vanilla Heavy came from. And it just kind of stuck. I actually really like it. It's I like think it's tag on a lot of stuff. Yeah. I think people, it's funny. People like people always give me two one of two different reactions to it. It's either um it's either oh or mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what? Like people like see, see the combination of the words and think really random things. It's funny. <laughs> I love that name. So you talked a little bit about Mariah Carey, but what have been your like biggest influences for your drag? Um, I mean, oh my gosh, there's so many. I'm a huge Bjork fan. You know, I've got her lyrics tattooed on me. I'll Ooh. be performing her tomorrow night. I just did my Bjork tribute show at Come On Everybody in Brooklyn, Ooh. which was incredible. I'm mm -hmm. about to ask them if I can do it annually. It was so much fun. Good. Um. I'm a huge Bjork fan, so I perform a lot of her music and I definitely put a lot of her into certain types of work. But a lot of my drag is really inspired by, like, the women I grew up with, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, my cousin Nicole, who's basically my older sister, my little sister Kim, you know? Like, I'm really... In, I was raised around a lot of women. I was the first boy in a family of, like, nine girls. And, oh, wow. You know, yeah. You know, of all cousins and stuff, yeah, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. So I was raised I was raised around a lot of really incredible women. And so that's really where I pull from. Musically, you could say, like, you know, anywhere from, like, Erica Badu to, you know... Yeah, of course, Beyonce is in there, you know? Um, I love, like, um, Sarah Vaughn. Lena Horn, Billie Holiday, Sarah Vaughn being my favorite personally. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll pull for anywhere that will give. <laughs> you know? But but primarily, you know, black female artists is what I perform though. I These... feel like I've seen you do Sade before too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. 
I've I've been listening to her like almost nonstop lately. So um, love her. She's so good. I just recently learned the connection between her and the goths of like the eighties and nineties. And Yeah. obsessed. <laughs> um, how would you describe your drag performances or performance style? I mean, um, I don't know, engaging, you know, I've Mm -hmm. like, my goal always is to like connect as deeply as I can with everybody, no, with no matter how silly or serious what I'm doing is, you know, I really feel like it's important that, you know, you get my respect because you're here giving me your time, you know? So, I mean, that's why I'm always putting my best foot forward. It's always 200%. But, um, because I mean, like, I, I used to be like more athletic, I guess, on stage, but I really tried to lean more into like the, the atmospheric presence I give when I walk out, you know, it's not always about like, um, physical tricks for me. I really like to tell you a story and take you with me, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I would definitely say you're a storyteller. Um, Thank you. I think the last time I saw you perform, um, you did like a cell phone thing with a dollar bill on stage, and <laughs> the crowd was screaming for like 20 minutes afterwards. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, Alicia Keys, you don't know my name. <laughs> she has like, oh, because like she a talks whole, on the phone. Yeah, it's like a whole two minute thing yeah. in the middle yeah. of the song where she talks <laughs> to that man. I've always loved it. I I like stuff like that is so silly to me. Like, (laughs) yeah, like I was, I was listening to actually, it's funny. I was listening to her first album, uh, her first album the other day and she opens the album and she goes, Oh, Oh my goodness. I didn't know I was here. And I'm like, Alicia, what the hell is that? <laughs> you know? So I've, I've always hung on to things like that. So that's why I love doing that. I'm, I remember when I did that, I was like, fuck, I need a phone. <laughs> and I, like, I was like, oh, this dollar will be my phone. <laughs> crazy good. So good. <laughs> Thank Her you very, very so much. tracks are so campy, Alicia. <laughs> yeah. <she really> is. <laughs> you know, I, I like to try to bring that kind of stuff out of music you wouldn't expect it mm-hmm. to be in, too. Mm-hmm. That's all, like, um, it's definitely a fun challenge for me, is to find a song that you'd be like, okay, it might be a, a good song on its own, but I like to s- take it to the stage and then show you, oh, this can be, like, this can be, you know, a visual too. This can be a story. This can be a journey, even if you don't necessarily hear it in headphones, mm-hmm. you know, that can make you, you know, hear it with your eyes. <laughs> yeah. No, that's such a cool part of drag performance. I think. Mm, it, that's yeah. one of my favorite aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we go to our first break, you're kind of like the mother of Brooklyn drag. <laughs> oh my goodness! Thank you. <laughs> as Mark here would describe you as, I, um, I would. Yes. <laughs> yes. We were we were having a conversation about this the other. Um, since you've been around since Brooklyn Store began, how do you think it's changed over the years? Well, I mean, there's definitely more of us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think you know this big, you know the advent of drag race has made more of us everywhere. You know. That's true. Um, but um. I don't know. It's gotten um, it's become a little bit more of a like an actually functioning machine because mm-hmm. there's more spaces. You know what I mean? And yeah. spaces who are outside of our network are seeing us and they're saying, hey, come over here too." you know. But when I first started, the only place you were 
seeing drag in Brooklyn was Sugarland. That was it. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. like the that was that was it, you know. Yeah. And it was our haven, you know, and um our playground for so many years. Mm-hmm. Since then, I mean, it's spread out. There's so many. Like I said, uh, come on, everybody's is one place I love so much. I love working for them. Um, you know, I worked in Brooklyn for many years and almost never performed at Metropolitan, and now I'm there every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even right around, you know, in my neighborhood, there are girls who do shows. Like, that's cool to me. I love seeing it everywhere. I love seeing all the different kinds, you know, mm-hmm. of like, of, of queens expressing themselves, you know? It used to be harder because you had to wait in line. <laughs> but now, uh, you, can yeah. just, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not necessarily the same anymore. There's lots of shows happening all over the place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think the performers have changed a lot? Um, yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, I mean, but it de- it it depends, you know. I feel like because of how singular of a of a space Sugarland was for mm-hmm. the 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 drag community in Brooklyn. Like I said, you had to wait in line. I mean, like, uh, not everybody could be on the stage at once. Yeah, and so. When your time came, I feel like people took it really, really, really seriously. And, but like, and, and sometimes not. It doesn't always have to be taken seriously, you know? Yeah, sometimes course. it's just mm-hmm. fucking fun. Um, <laughs> but, um, but because of the, of the amount of spaces and the amount of stages, um, I think, you know, as anything that when it spreads thin, it weakens a little bit, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I think that's just like, that's just the nature of like the social media beast and this art form as they like, you know, walk together. It's just like that, you know? Because the this, this, this strong like integral art is still there. Yeah. You know? I still do these shows. I'm, you know, maybe it's not necessarily the same, but that, you know, nothing's the same. The music isn't the same, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? The people are all new. They're all different, you know? Yeah. I feel like the influences have changed a lot, at least for Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. People do have people do, you know, tend to land on looking like each other a lot more often now. Yeah, I think Whereas that's I also like just like a to. like the the digital age. Like everyone's just copying yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean tutorials. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it's it's natural. Who doesn't want to do what's cool? I want to be cool. <laughs> <You know? laughs> same (laughs) i would say same but i don't know if that's true (laughs) you're not cool don't worry i'm okay with not being cool i mean that that doesn't mean like you know like go out there and like you know pick an outfit off of instagram but you know there's a you know things move in trends and waves Mm -hmm. you know for Mm -hmm. a reason because we want to be a part of things you know Yeah. yeah that's true um i think we should take our first little break Yep. And we'll get back into some of your accolades, which I'm very excited to talk about. Yeah. We'll be right back, kids. Thank you. Bye. Wig. Okay. so long weeks even 
a whole year went by. I know. <laughs> Do it. Time is fake. <laughs> Time is fake. <laughs> um, anyways, Caitlin, please continue. Okay. So you were the first Queen of the Year at the Brooklyn Nightlife Awards, and you've been nominated for a lot of Brooklyn Nightlife Awards. Mm-hmm. So what has that experience been like? <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I try not to put a lot of weight in awards, mm-hmm. but they at the same time as on like our local level, they're really important to me, you know, mm-hmm. only because they are, you know, you're there, your community, your friends saying thank you. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I, 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 I appreciate them. I have them framed over my vanity in the other room and stuff. Aww. Yeah. Um, when I won queen of the year, I was really convinced I wasn't going to win and I had to pee really bad. <laughs> and all my friends around me knew that I was going to win or they were told that I was going to win to keep me around the stage, but they didn't want to say anything to me. And I'm staying there literally doing a little dance, like <laughs> with my beer in my hand. I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. It's like, and they're like, no, no, you have, you have to watch this. I was like, I'm not going to let, I don't care. Let me go to the bathroom. And they said my name. And I, I, I was in a fugue state from that point on. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, what it year? was incredible. What year was that? What year did you win? 2013, I think. Wow. Oh, the oldie God. times. The oldie times. <laughs> no, yeah. I love. Um, <laughs> wow. Do you, do That's you like feel... 10 years ago. I... Yes, it is 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I did the math too. <laughs> um, do you feel... Because um, we talked about this in the last segment. Um, I caught... Uh, me and Caitlin, we were talking about you being like the mother of Brooklyn drag. Do you feel like you've, does that title fit you? Do you feel like loved by the community? Um, what's your relationship? Oh, I, oh, I definitely feel loved by the community. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, that's proven to me by my ability to pay my bills, you know, like True. that, like, T-T-T. like I, I, I definitely feel loved. The I've only recently become comfortable with the, the term mother (laughs) but i uh but for a long time i never really wanted to be anybody's mother or be considered Mm. that because i see a lot in the drag world the mother or the drag mother and their children work very closely as a team and that works for a lot of people Mm -hmm. and i i guess maybe i'm just selfish in that way where i don't feel as if i don't i don't feel like it's necessary for me to have any kind of jurisdiction over someone else's art i have no problem sharing all the tools and all the things i've learned and telling you everything i can you know to help you do what your goal is but you know but i i um i like seeing people be themselves you know what i mean not like be something because of me Mm-hmm. Even though, like, it, I don't know, it's very much a double-edged sword, though. But I do have a, a, a friend re- uh, recently that's come back into my life who is, I guess, I why, why I couldn't avoid it was because I, I taught, um, they were one of my students in a, in a class I taught at um, Parsons New School. Um, I taught a seven-hour drag seminar with my partner, Misty, and um, they were one of my students, and they came, we we've kind of reconnected recently and she was like, you know, I'm your drag daughter. I was like, I guess I kind of technically <laughs> can't avoid this. because you're <laughs> Quite literally 
<laughs> under my tutelage <laughs> like at <laughs> one point <laughs> so i was like i have to kind of ease into this <laughs> but well, i mean no i don't i don't think the title necessarily fits me but i appreciate it very much because i know what it means and i i um it reminds me of you know how hard i've worked yes yeah <laughs> yeah i like i think you've earned it but i don't think it makes you like old because i think that's what a lot of people are afraid of yeah i, I do think that's a common fear for everybody <laughs> i think maybe that was my fear about it in, in in the beginning but as i've gotten older I, in the scene i i'm not afraid of it anymore i you know i i see queens with who are older than me doing so well and so awesome i appreciate the and i like i revere the experience so Every year under my belt is like another couple levels up to me, you know? Absolutely. Especially when, mm. like, I feel like the drag scene is so fickle and a lot of people quit. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's hard. It's really hard to do, you know? Oh, yeah. Mm. Going full time was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. You know, I was deciding. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I made a promise to myself that I'm going to be on stages until the day I die. And I was, <laughs> I did. I told myself that I said, I'm going to perform until my legs do not work. Um, so, you know, no more of this freaking, you know, $10 an hour crap, you know, I'm going to take my life into my own hands. And I like quit my job and started working even harder. It was really how hard. Long, how long have you been full-time drag? Uh, I mean, probably because I, I probably like 12 or 13 years, maybe a little wow. longer than that. Maybe a little longer than that, because I had a job. Yeah. I had a couple of jobs for a little bit when my when I moved to Brooklyn, but not for long. Mm -hmm. You know. I came here with a goal. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I that's mean, the really... fact that you could accomplish that and for so many years, that's like you know it's that's so hard very impressive <laughs> especially yeah. not in manhattan because i feel like in manhattan it'd be a lot easier to do that because those girls their gigs are maybe, like crazy hmm? maybe i mean it's just another beast up there i've worked yeah. i've worked back and forth between mm -hmm. brooklyn and manhattan for a really long time in yeah. fact in the beginning in brooklyn it was like we were considered like the manhattan girls of brooklyn because we were the only people who worked in both boroughs yeah um it's just a different beast up there. I would, I would actually say it's a little tougher up there. Oh yeah, you know, we're a little softer here. We're, we're very much like you know, come yeah. here, you know, <laughs> come here, you know, and you know, do that weird ass shit. You, want, you know what I mean? You want to see that? Whereas up there, it's a little more regimented and a little mm -hmm. more cutthroat. Yeah. But yeah. you know, that's the big city, though. You know, now we're out in the, the boondocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so you were in a couple of films. You did La Reina and Killer Unicorns, which had a lot of New York nightlife. I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, my my one scene in the beginning of that. <laughs> I still haven't. I still haven't seen it too. I still. Haven't I know seen, they've yeah. done a couple viewings, but I've I never know, seen I've, it myself. The first viewing I missed because I couldn't find the room at the knockdown center at Bushwick. Yeah, it was at Bushwick. I remember that. Yeah, I, oh, I literally physically yeah. couldn't find the room. I was walking around looking for it and I missed it because oh, I was looking no. for it. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> A bunch of my friends own it and tell me all the time how great I am. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> 
I need to, I, I, I've only seen clips of it. I've never watched the whole thing. Same. Yeah. Does it exist in like, can you buy a physical copy somewhere or <laughs> the I people who I know who haven't have hard copies of it? Oh, oh interesting. Yeah. But I'm, <laughs> so I'm sure you can find it somewhere. I'm sh I'll try to illegally stream it later. <laughs> you know what? I might too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll do a, we'll do a wiggy watcher. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Oh my God. That'd be I'm, so I'm It'd be so there's, good. A, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of awesome people in it. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was yeah, that was a fun cute. experience. I think I mean, my lines are just about drugs or something. <laughs> work. <laughs> That's how you do it. Have you done any more like film or TV work since then? Um, yeah, I just um I just wrapped filming the the movie Twitter Painted by my friend Cameron Cole and AJ Matoli. Um and um, I play um, a character called Val. Um, it's a like a, a modern queer retelling of the story of Cyrano. Ooh. Um, and it's like done with, you know, instead of, you know, instead of, it's really, it's an interesting take. Instead of like the long nose, it's, you know, a plus size person of color and, you know, oh. and the challenges they face, you know, in the world. And I play a villain kind of. <laughs> That's the most fun I, play. It was hard yeah. though. I really don't like being mean to people <laughs> or like being like I don't like it'll come out. The rest is <laughs> sure, but I don't I really don't like that that like that. So it was really interesting. It was interesting. You that know. sounds so interesting. I'm excited <laughs> for that. We just finished filming this in December. I think we're doing a little more in March, but Okay. But yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> me too. Me too, me too. <laughs> So you're 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 known for being Mocha, but there's also a name that's always usually associated with you, which is misdemeanor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How did you meet? <laughs> How did this all happen? We want to see. <laughs> we met actually in a community theater production. Oh. Um yeah, of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Who was who? Um, I wasn't in it. Oh, okay. But Misty was in um was um a, uh, an ensemble member. Okay, gotcha. I was doing makeup for Riff Raff. Oh, yeah. Okay. I had I had just gotten dumped, and I was like severely severely depressed. Yeah. And my my best straight guy friend at the time, um, was basically like he was very involved in the theater as well. He was like, I'm playing Riff Raff in um in in the rocky he was like come do my makeup i'll pay you and maybe you'll meet a boy he's like get, get out of your room <laughs> and <laughs> and thankfully he did it changed my life you know i i he initially brought me there to try to set me up with the guy playing um playing frank but it turned out at the time that was misty's boyfriend oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> their relationship was on the out so i just oh, you know okay. i I stalked him on MySpace. <laughs> Not MySpace. Yeah, I think I like. I think I lied about needing a cigarette as like to try to talk to him. I stalked him on MySpace until his boyfriend was gone. Good, I guess it was the picture. <laughs> That's how long we've been together. We used to talk on AIM every day. Oh <laughs> my god, Marjorie doesn't yeah. know what that is. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm crying. That's so funny. Yeah, we um. Yeah, we met that way, and it's kind of been a, 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 um, you know, a wild ride ever since. That's my best friend in the whole world. 
Do you have any like favorite projects you've worked together on? Oh my gosh, so many. We've done so many things. Uh, uh, so many weird things we've gotten to do because of this job. Uh, my <laughs> recently we did we made some props for a photo shoot and we made um a long Furby. <laughs> I, yeah I had to like learn how to like skin a Furby and he made a, like a new suit for it and um it was this weird bendable adjustable long Furby for a photo shoot like weird stuff we've gotten to do so many cool stuff <laughs> so many cool things we produce together all the time so what have you learned working together um <laughs> sometimes that we should probably shouldn't be Mm. <laughs> um but um I mean we I I mean I learned from from them constantly, you know. My partner's really, really talented. So mm -hmm. we've always kind of like considered ourselves a, a um like the basically like the the two spokes on a lot to like to the two sides of a ladder, you know, like I have mm -hmm. good ideas, but but they're like the engineering brain to help make make them stand up, you know. Mm -hmm. you know that we're like we're very much a yin and yang in that aspect we've learned i mean I'm, i can't I, it's hard to think of it's hard to think of what i've learned from them when i've learned everything mm. from them. you know what i mean yeah mm -hmm. there's a lot i wouldn't know a lot mm -hmm. <laughs> if it weren't for my incredible partner yeah that's really cute actually <laughs> <laughs> and great wigs <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah I, I love missy's wigs. <laughs> yeah yes clubivonnyc.com it's live <laughs> <laughs> um so beyond misty we talked a little bit about this like who would you consider like your drag family at this point in nightlife my drag family's big you know uh yeah. my my closest closest sisters probably my girl princess bitch and <laughs> lilith lefay mm -hmm. those are like my homies and mm -hmm. you know uh in, in drag and Al, you know, um, my daughter Kikoa is definitely part of my my drag family. Um, you know, I mean, it's big. You know, I've got Devo Monique is definitely my drag family. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. You know, I I've made so many great friendships and so many close connections that like I don't know everybody's my drag family <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're nice. <laughs> you know no fighting in the family <laughs> yeah but like, for your real family. i don't really have like um i don't really have like a house like that you yeah know? Mm -hmm. but um i like it that way you know we less, don't need to be less stressed tethered. yeah yeah i want us to want to team up not do things because we feel like we've sold ourselves in a specific package mm -hmm. you know yeah uh, it's more organic i guess yeah, yeah. Um, well, speaking from family, um, who are some of other nightlife performers or entertainers that you like working with a lot or who you have worked with a lot? Um, I mean, I've, I've worked with pretty much everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's very few people I have not performed with or worked with. Um, uh, as of recent, um, I really love the girls over at Sylvester um mm -hmm. paris and vogue sigma and julie J. I really really love what they do i'm doing that show tomorrow night and i'm really excited for that at purgatory um 
they're incredible. They their approach to drag is very um serious and like irreverent. It's really really yeah. cool. I love it. Um, you know what I mean? Um, I really love I really love and look up to the work of Untitled Queen. She's one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. She's um you know giving me some really awesome opportunities to like express myself and make cool art, and at the same time I get to watch her do what she does, which is you know, chef's mm -hmm. kiss. It's, she's amazing. Oh, uh, I mean, I got, I mean, I've gotten to work with so many, so many awesome people. There's more, there's more people I want to work with. I oh, think. like who? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, like, I don't know. I mean, like, let's put it out in the universe so we can make it happen. <laughs> I mean, I, I would love to like, I would love to like be in a, in a review at some of the girls from Drag Race. Like I've gotten to meet some of them, like, you know, um, uh, I would love to like work with Lala Ree one day. She's so cool to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know, just like being in a lineup or something. I don't know, just next to her. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really cool. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Has it been weird watching like certain entertainers end up on Drag Race and like explode? Um, no, I, I won't say it's weird. I'll say it's um. You know, it's it's exciting. It's mm -hmm. it's it's cool to watch. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. it's cool to watch the whole world discover something at once that you've mm -hmm. known for a really long time. Like when I saw Scarlet Envy get on Drag Race, yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, she's I know she's a star, mm -hmm. but, you know, but our little, you know, our little Tuesday afternoon happy hour show at TNT is, you know, it's not enough for her. So, you know, it's, it's it was really cool to watch her get on the show and then the whole world see, like, how cool and amazing she is, you know? Mm -hmm. um, the same thing goes for, like, you know, um, like, my girl Jax, who's on this season. Yes. She's really awesome. It's re I'm, like, I'm so excited for people to really see, like, what she can do on a bigger scale. She's crazy. Last time I saw her, she just dove off the stage onto mm -hmm. the floor out of nowhere. And I was like, this is crazy she would break her neck i think last time i saw her perform she was in a cast and she was still doing like splits and splits and shit oh, yeah. i was like okay I <laughs> <can't>. <laughs> I it's crazy uh, yeah. incredible uh, that's so uh, funny i know you worked with like sasha Valore, i think for nightgowns right or my I, I did yeah i did I do like nightgowns mm -hmm. i got to do nightgowns once a long time ago um it was awesome Sasha Valore's got such an incredible team around her of mm. like a really good like family of like positivity and like like people who care about the work. It's really cool. I got to work with her um uh again one night when um for a, a book, a drag book that we were both in. Um and it was like a it's like a coffee table photography book. And um, I got to the event and I pulled my gown out of my bag and it was this silk gown. It was completely wrinkled. It was like awful. Mm. And I, I was like, I don't know what to do. I didn't bring a steamer, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I borrowed this dress, you know? And, uh, um, and so um, she like immediately was like, come over. I got it. She like had one of her, one of her people just steam the dress and sat down with me. And she was like, come, they'll do it. We got it. Sit down <laughs> out with me. I was like, that's amazing. And, you know, and they were also helping lots of other people in the uh, room, you know, it's, it was like, that's really, that's really honorable and admirable. She fosters a cool environment. Yeah. The production. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We love our production. 
Um, shall we take our, our last yeah. little break, Caitlin? We can okay. Take a um, we'll be right back, kids, and we'll get into our usual wrap up chit show shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> we'll be right back. Bye. 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 And we're back. Oh, I look shiny. I just saw that. I can see you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Listen, I don't know what you're talking about because this is clearly a video podcast, Caitlin. Well, some (laughs) people think it is. I know. It's not. (laughs) Yeah, we've had a few guests like freak out. Yeah. Oh. I'm always like, it's not in drag. It's not. You're fine. Yeah. Well, you look great in your drag look today. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. For the audience at home, Mocha is done up. She looks stunning. Her wig mm. is to the roof right now. To the roof. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, this is Caitlin's question, but I always answer it because I like to have a little spite in me when I do. Why? Um, I don't know. Um, but uh, Mocha, do you ever see yourself um, auditioning for or trying to get on Drag Race or Dragula, Camp Wanakiki, whatever drag opportunities on TV there are. Um, I mean, yeah. I don't, I'm not, it's not something I'm actively working on or towards, but I'll never say no, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, in the very, very beginning of Drag Race, it was, it, I was feeling very punk and immature and very like, eh, you know, mm-hmm. to it. Um, but that opinion has definitely since changed, you know. Um, I just don't. I don't work well in competitive settings. Mm. I am. Um, I'm not a competition person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very. I don't know. I'm very like horse blinders in that way. Like where like, I've done a couple of competitions, little pageants here and there. I've never won one. Um, but I. I just don't. I don't know. I've never felt the need to put my work up against someone else's and say, give me points for this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so like the, that, like that aspect of it is something that definitely turns me off, you know, that, and, you know, seeing how p- the people are treated, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, know like, no, definitely. I don't think I need a bunch of N words in my inbox from strangers. Yeah. You know I mean? You're not wrong. Uh, oof. Every you know. season. Every season. It's happening right. again right now. Yeah. You know, and I, I got into like a little bit of a tiff with someone about that. And they were like, Well, you know, you have to you have to do what you have to do. And I was like, Okay, he's like, Well, you think Beyonce doesn't get those kinds of messages? Like, Beyonce has never touched a phone. She <laughs> exactly. That's like do. she has a team. <laughs> she's yeah. yeah, she's thankfully she gets to be cut off from that. Of course she yeah. gets those messages, but she doesn't ever see them. Never. Yeah. And I was like, and also, why do I have to endure something like that? Just because mm-hmm. you think it's what I'm supposed to be doing? That's strange to me. Yeah. You know? Definitely. We already see that drag can be anything. Why can't it go anywhere? <laughs> That's right. To the moon. We'll right. do we'll do Mocha's best friends non-race. 
<laughs> we were just kind of like, oh. like kumbaya. <laughs> we don't have to kumbaya. We can still fight, but like, okay. <laughs> well, then I'll but, jump into it. <laughs> we can still fight, but like, you know, nobody has to lose. <laughs> no winners, no losers. <laughs> no winners, no losers. At the end of this, hopefully, you walk away with something valuable, like some information. I love that. Actually, <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> I'm here That's for That's why it. I love that season of the of um the All Stars where nobody went home. I was like, oh my god, so me cool. too, though, me too. I, yeah. Maybe it was really good because of like it was like a cathartic like release from the from you know mm-hmm. the all the other seasons. But I was like, finally, I was like, you get to go up there and do what you do best, you mm-hmm. know, and keep trying at it. How mm-hmm. cool is that? You can keep trying. You get another chance, you know. Yeah. It was a good season for that. I mean, I, I have to say, though, I do have to say, though, people who are really in the competition scene, I do admire that bravery. It takes a lot of guts to keep going mm-hmm. and, you know, and to, to like really face so much reject- rejection head on. I admire that. <laughs> the money, too. Some of these pageant girls spend thousands and tens oh, and yeah. tens and thousands mm-hmm. for, for dresses they're only allowed to wear once. Yep. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I, 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 uh, there's something to be said for that hustle. It's just not for me. And we Definitely. respect it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do you have, so you're really, really busy just looking at your Instagram. Do you have any, um, future upcoming projects? Yeah. Well, you can always find me every Wednesday at Metropolitan for Dream Queen. It's one of my favorite shows ever with my girl Devo Monique and Vina Kava and Victoria Holiday. Um, uh, you can find me there every Wednesday. Uh, this the uh, the last two weeks of the month, I'm actually kind of trying to take it a little slow. I have some photo shoots coming up, Ooh. trying to do stuff like that, some more behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, more content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta get the Instagram content. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's part of it. I'm trying to get better at it. I made a Me reel too. the other day. Oh, <laughs> 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 I know my my whole goal this year is to at least make work on one drag photo shoot a week, and so oh. far I've been good. <laughs> really, that's yeah. impressive. That's a lot. We're only two weeks into the, <laughs> the year. But... I'm still impressed. I'm still oh, impressed. Thank you. Um, I'm working on one tonight, but nice. Here we go. Yeah. So over the years, what has been like the best advice you could give or have received about drag? Um, I've received a lot of advice about drag. Um, specifically. Probably the best advice came right from Bianca Del Rio herself. Um, We were hanging out at the Ritz and I was probably only doing it for about four or five years at the time. Maybe even a little less. I can't really remember. Um, But uh, we sat down at the Ritz and she bought me uh, a drink and she like looked at me directly. And when she was like, she was like, what is it you do? And I was like, I don't really know or like I felt like I felt like I couldn't figure it out she was like figure out what you do and do it well and I didn't really understand that until a couple years later where I felt like I found my niche and my groove of what I was doing that and you make a mistake you make your next move make them forget (laughs) 
<laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. Yeah, good. Yeah. Our words of wisdom, too. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I, I live by that. You make a mistake, you make your next move, make them forget. That's genius. I think we all come you up know? from that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's gotten me through a lot of a lot of interesting tough uh, uh situations wigs flying off shoes breaking all sorts of stuff oh yeah that's just normal day in new york oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of i believe it's my turn you're uh, allowed to question. ask a question we'll allow my question <laughs> thank you um mix mocha um do you have a tantalizing tale of something crazy or scandalous or what have you that's happened in nightlife? Something spooky, spooky, something dramatic. Oh my goodness. What you got for us? Oh my goodness. I mean, let me just try to think of a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I love you multiple. Know, yeah, I, we, you we know. always get a bunch. <laughs> uh, one time I got paid at a gig the person paying me pulled cash out of their pocket while they had two fingers up someone's ass (laughs) in the doorway of the bar (laughs) I said can I get paid he said oh hold on one second I said okay Um, you know taking plenty of random limos home from the club (laughs) Never say no to that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm trying to think. Oh my goodness, it's hard when every night is crazy. There's <laughs> always something going There's always on. Something. Um, I've um been stuck in traffic and drag on in the rain on the on the um on the FDR. I had to jump out of the car in drag, hop the median, and run across the highway. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I run across the highway in a pre-little dress. <laughs> That's some did, did dedication. You, did you make the yeah. gig? <laughs> yes, we absolutely were there. It takes no talent to be on time. <laughs> it sounds like the amazing race the amazing drag race <laughs> would watch oh yeah i've actually okay. found myself running in the rain and drag quite a few times mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't that's one does. i don't know who who did that but it's happened to me a couple of times <laughs> oh my god Crazy. yeah one one time it was, it was during an old uh uh a little bushwig uh, uh and it was pouring rain and my friend was waiting for me and they'd moved their car because they told them to move. And it was like a torrential downpour. And I was in this beautiful Moschino dress and this pretty blonde hair. And I was dressed like a little 1950s lady. And I'm literally running in the pouring rain in this gorgeous dress, holding a shopping bag over my head. And I remember thinking, I am so mad right now, but I know from the outside this looks amazing (laughs) (laughs) i know this is giving oscar right (laughs) and so like i almost like get myself there i started like performing in it and i'm like running through the rain i'm like where are you and then i'm like get on the phone like where the fuck are you (laughs) 
Oh my god. I love I loved every single one of those Yeah, actually. all of these are great. <laughs> <laughs> I like all these stories. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. My life so is wild. <laughs> I'm I'm grateful. Um, our last question of the night is where do you want to take your drag in the future? Well, that's um, that's pretty interesting. I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't know where I want to take it in the future just yet. I really like what I'm doing, and I feel like I want to improve and perfect it before I move on to something else. But I mean, I always want to perform in more states, more places, more locations. I want to go more places. I would really like to travel and perform more. Um, I've done a little bit of traveling. for performing but not as much nearly as much as i would like to um i you know i want to this year specifically i'm really looking to um learning to sew myself <laughs> my partner Oh. makes all my costumes and this year i'm really looking to but their business is is blowing up and they're so busy that i i have to you know acquire a new skill i have to download it you know Yeah. thankfully i have an incredible teacher So um, I'll get there, but um, like, you know, not just um, saying, hey, can you do A, B, C, and D, but like doing it myself Mm more hmm often is definitely a, a goal of mine this year. But who knows where my drag will be? It definitely wasn't where it is now, five, six years ago, you know, I definitely couldn't have predicted it. Um, I don't know, bigger, badder, hotter, sexier, more feminine. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Here for it. Hell I yeah, think I think the world needs to see your drug too. I Like agree. I think Yeah. when you if you travel, more people need to see it. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really would like to. Hopefully I get to. We're gonna I see that. People, Yeah. whoever's listening, book Mocha. Thank you. Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, thank you so much, babe, for yeah. being on our show. Thank It means you for having a lot. me. Of course. It's an honor. It's an honor. <laughs> We're not worthy. Uh, where can the kids find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at Vanilla Heavy, on Twitter at Vanilla Heavy. Um, and that's about the only two places I have time for. <laughs> but all my booking information and everything is all over my IG bio. So. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you again. Yes. Um, I was Martyr. I was C. Tepper. And this was... Bye, kids. Bye. I'm C. Tepper. You can follow me on Instagram at C-T-E-P-P-E-R and read my book, The State of Drag, where I interviewed 175 drag queens from around the world. All proceeds go to charity on Amazon.com. Ooh, I love that. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Drag the Martyr. And if you have any thoughts, comments, dick pics, send them to dragthemartyr at gmail.com. Listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Pandora. And catch up with past episodes on work.com. That's W-E-R-R-R-K.com. Artwork for Wigging Out was provided by Glitter Baby Online. That's Glitter Baby Online. Thank you. <laughs>